Okay, put down your phone. We have a show to do. Well, yes, but I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this outfit right now and deciding if I should buy it. Okay, this is not the time to be looking at outfits. I know, but hang on. So it's super cute. However, I feel like a, a small breeze it's would be gonna, the over. end of me. It's yeah. Okay, let me do, see. Okay. Where are you going to wear that? I that's don't like, know. That's like when you go to the Bahamas. You don't go to the Bahamas. No. Where are you going to wear? See, I, I have that problem all the time. I see all these like people on, on Instagram and social media, like they're wearing these awesome clothes and I'm like, I'm totally going to buy it. And then I spend over a hundred dollars at Fashion Nova and then I get them and I'm like, where am I going to wear this? Yeah. Like this woman do looks like a literal goddess in this outfit. And I'm like, oh, I could do that. You're going to wear and that then, where? Where? To Starbucks. To, to, to Your Walmart. Job. Am I going to, yeah. in the Pacific Northwest <laughs> with our weather? Um, No. It's literally... Not for you. I would trip and just flash everybody. I would pay to see that. Welcome back to the Room Real Podcast, everybody. I'm Lexi. I'm Spencer. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Let's whoop it up. It's we're, Friday. We're whooping it up. We're here to break down everything that's happened. Some follow-up stuff from last week. Yeah. But also some new stuff has come out. These celebrities, man. Mm. Always giving us These the celebrities. Good tea. I can't. But how was your week? Tell me about your My week. My week was good. Um, I worked six days in a row last week and then I'm on to my, tomorrow I start my final week at my old job and I'm working seven days in a row. I'm so excited and scared for you. I'm not excited about the seven days, (laughs) um, but I am excited. Seven days in a row. Hold on. That just went over my head. I'm just, I wasn't really, I was kind of half listening. Seven days in a row. Do you ever do that? Like when you're like looking at someone, but you're only half listening? Yeah. It's nothing personal. (laughs) No, but it happens. The most days in a row that I worked, uh, was I think. I've worked nine days in a row once. It was awful. Nine days in a row. Yeah, it was horrible. But this time I'm only working seven, which is going to still be awful. Only seven. It's still going to suck, but then I'll get oh. four days off. Oh, it's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. Be but then I'm going to get four days off and then I'm going to be... You get your new job though. I You're do. Start I get my Starbucks. new job. I'm very excited. I'm excited for you. Very stoked about it. It's going to be a big transitional change, which I don't always do well with change. Like I love change, I hate but I change. hate change at the I same time. I hate change. Like I love... No. I love change... But also, I get really anxious while it's happening. Well, I think because this year has, like, we've had no, like, the pandemic and, like, our graduating from high school and, like, we've had nothing. It's changed so fast. Like, I hate change. I'm terrible with change. But you're going to love me because I did something different this week. What did you do? I went out of my comfort zone. (gasps) And I went to a place called Whisk. I saw story oh my gosh it was like a cooking class yeah or my family we all went to a cooking class i just that's I can't incredible even like who are we like who do we think that we was are? So, you guys made like steak and onion oh rings or something. we made steak onion rings wedge salads mini oh cheesecakes wow. we had our own little stations and mixing bowls that's cool so i was gonna offer i was like come over i'll make you steak but you don't eat steak because you're a no woman. you're a i'll take the onion you're rings, a, though. oh no you're a pescatarian yeah i'm yeah. a pescatarian so i'll eat seafood no it was so know. fun you would love that's it that's awesome i probably would because i've recently kind of like since i moved out i kind of had to get into cooking <gasps> right i'm so... now i'm like a chef so basically like <laughs> don't at me i'm a i'm a professional food connoisseur gordon ramsay who oh who chopped what <laughs> <laughs> worst cooks in america that's I me like now. That show. that's me i'm basically a chef so i love that yeah iconic well, cheers to our weekly tea spilling. Yeah. You know what else cheers. I did this week? Hmm. I, you're going to, you're going to die okay. because I swore I would never do this. Oh no. I watched the Demi Lovato documentary. Was it, it Two good? parts are out right now. The third and fourth parts come out next week. I was living. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to spoil things Which for you. Which I haven't you. seen it. So, so I'm going to spoil it then. Okay. So she talks about her drug use um, when she, they, she filmed a tour documentary in 2018 that was shelved because when she had her overdose, they were still filming. So part of this documentary is that old footage Mm. that they never used. So she was being controlled by her team on like, no one would let her eat because she was trying to be skinny. 
And she was sober That's for six good years. For somebody who's like trying to recover from an eating disorder and like stuff. Like crazy restriction. She was sober for six years. And basically the documentary starts out with her talking about how she fell off the wagon and stopped being sober, got back into drugs. Um, at the end of the tour, she was like, I want to start drinking again. I want to do drugs. Like I, I, I'm... I mean, I wouldn't blame her if it was as bad as, you know, uh, yeah. it was made so, it sound. So she got home from tour and she called up her drug dealers. And she said that when she was like kind of a little bit after her Disney days, her thing was Coke and Xanax. And so she called up her old... Understandable. Well, I'm not... I mean, I'm of like, all the oh, drugs... you know? Yeah. Well, no, but if you're going to... you had gonna... experience. You're like, no, oh, but, yeah. No, but I, I mean, got, like, I if, if you're going to have, if you're going to have a drug of choice, like Xannies and Coke have, are the most popular have Xanax, ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she called up her old drug dealer and he actually offered her crack and heroin. And so she's like, mm, oh. why not? Oh. And so she would smoke the heroin and do you, you smoke crack, right? Yeah. You can I, I smoke anything. I'm not, we're not those people. Um, yeah, you definitely, it's, you can smoke crack for sure. It's it complicated. So she got back into drugs. She got back into alcohol. It went out of control. Um, she had a party with her friends called her drug dealer over the night of the drug, uh, her overdose, which uh-huh. by the way, she overdosed July 23rd, 2018. Mm-hmm. Amy Winehouse died of an overdose July 23rd, 2011. Wow. And they were both 27, you know, the 27 club. Oh yeah. So Demi overdosed and her drug dealer got her high and then took advantage of her, left her that's for dead. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, left that's her what for they dead. do. That's and the drug dealers. Her assistant found her in the morning. She was blue. They called the paramedics. They had to take her to the hospital. The hospital said that if she would have gotten there five to 10 minutes later, she would have died. Oh my and God. And she was 27. She almost died. That's crazy. Insane. That's very crazy. So you know now what's she's interesting? Just, it's, it's, it's good. I would watch it if you haven't seen it. And it's, okay. it's only half over. Wow. Okay. I watched it like one in the morning, just randomly. I saw it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. 40 minutes of my life. That's, yeah, it sounds like it's really good. I Maybe we'll have to give it a whirl. But, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned the 27 Club. So, um, BPD, right? Borderline Personality Disorder. We t- kind of talked about that on the show before. Um, I studied that in psychology. Really? Mm-hmm. How yeah. interesting. Did you think of me? I did. No, the whole time I was, <laughs> no, honestly, the whole time I was studying it, I was thinking to myself, is this Lexi? Does she deal with this? Is this what's happening? No, yes. for real. Yeah. It's, 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 it's horrible. It's an awful disease. It has a, it has a 10% mortality rate. Um, 80- you just got into... Like a counseling thing, though. For I it, did. Right? I start. I'm so I start tomorrow. You. Actually, <gasps> I have I'm my so first happy. meeting. I'm really excited about it. It's a it's a year long outpatient recovery program. So I'm yeah. super excited about it. But the reason I bring it up is because the average life expectancy of someone with BPD is 27. And wow. so I wonder if, um, if she has that. Well, because of the 27 club, right? Maybe yeah. not Demi Lovato specifically, but there's a lot of. Um, I don't like, there's a lot of uh, signs that a lot of the people who like die at the 27, who are part of the 27 club, like Kurt Cobain, Amy Amy Whitehouse, kind of the figures like that might have had BPD or been, had like borderline tendencies and just were never diagnosed or it wasn't really in the public eye. So there's, there's, there's like a theory about that out there just because the, you know, the age lines up. So I'm basically a chef and a psychologist now (laughs) Yes. and uh, almost a lawyer. So basically everything. Yeah, it's very. very I'm a so well-rounded individual. Look at you! Look at how <laughs> successful you are. No, next thing we know, you'll be on Married to Medicine, and you'll oh, be the God. medicine. I've never seen that. Have you? It's a Bravo show. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I haven't. I haven't started watching it, but I think I want to just because I've seen a lot of like previews and clips for recently, yeah. and it looks really. And good. we have Housewives to recap oh, a little bit we later. Do. But you know what? Let's get into our hot topics. We got to talk about Britney Spears. Mm, mm-hmm. Britney Spears. Okay, Britney, hold on to your hats, your seats. Sit down. Buckle in. Okay, because this this is it. Brittany reportedly wants to do a tell-all interview with Oprah. And I am 
here for it. I'm really excited. I also just spilled. Did tea you just on spill my your legs. tea? Yes. Um, I literally spilled the tea as you're spilling tea. Anyway, um, okay? I'm so you're excited. Good? There's okay. literally nothing I would give more than to get a tell all from Brittany. Brittany. Like I think she is the, the person oh. that I don't. It, even if you're not into music or into pop culture at all. Everybody knows who Britney Spears is. Everybody's heard of oh, yeah. yeah the whole free Britney thing. I think it would do so well, and I think it would be foolish not to. Well, do I it. don't think she'll be allowed to because like she'll need permission from her conservators. Um, so would she but be she's allowed to? Trying to get out, I don't know. Yeah, she's she's working hard in the courts. Which, Maybe it's not something we're gonna get Britney. right now, but like it, once she Ten can get out of down that the cur- road, yeah, like when she's retired, when she can like, get out of that conservatorship, I hope to God that she doesn't. And a memoir? Can you could oh. you imagine a big tell-all book like Mariah? Um, it would New York Times bestseller in a day. I, I think absolutely that would be like a spiritual experience for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like a celebrity book buyer person. I'm like I'm not into memoirs. Like I like fantasy nope. fiction. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm into like I want escapism. Yeah. I would buy Britney's like I memoir would totally in read a heartbeat. It. I would read it in a whole day. Yeah, I would pre-order it. So according to Entertainment Tonight, they came out with like an inside source came forward, which you never know how accurate these sources are. Yeah. You just really never know, but I mean Maybe it's fake. Maybe it's real. I believe that she probably does want to get her story out there. Um, So according to Entertainment Tonight, uh, an inside source quotes, Britney has considered speaking out about her past, mostly because she doesn't feel others should tell her story. Which is perfectly valid. Yeah, 100%. Um, She's always hated doing interviews, but if she ever takes that step, Oprah would most likely be her first choice. As she sh- And as she's she considering be. this reportedly because of the whole success with Meghan and Harry. I mean, yeah. Every- Could you imagine incredible- the money? Which... Uh, did you hear the other day? Um, I just I, we forgot to talk about this, but Oprah was paid seven million dollars for that interview, and oh, Megan wow. and Harry were paid nothing. I don't believe that. I don't believe that for a second because they need the money because they're coming out of the royal family. They were cut off. You don't think that their their whole Archwell organization they were paid nothing, but Oprah was paid seven million. I mean, I guess it really depends on where they're coming from because, like, on the one hand, yeah, that's a little bit. It's a. It is really hard to believe. On the other hand, if they're really, if they're genuinely just trying, trying to, to get, get their, their story, story out there because it's the truth, then yeah, it would look bad for them to have accepted money. You know That's what I mean? That's true. So I if think by Brittany doing it bank. for free, oh, Brittany would need to be paid. Oh, for, 100%. I would think for hundred percent. But if for if uh, Megan and Harry had um, taken money for it, it would have really it I would think have hurt bad. their it would have hurt yeah. their credibility. Yeah, hundred percent. I you know what? I'm here for this. I hope that Brittany can get out of this hashtag free Brittany. I need a 100%. memoir. I need a, a doc. The BBC is making a new documentary about her. I think like Good. Netflix wants to make a documentary. Everybody just wants of to make a, doc- framing a documentary Britney about Britney Spears. New yeah. York Times. I, do it. She is one of the most, I think, well known and iconic pop culture figures ever. of our time and our parents' times. You I know? mean, everybody knows who she is. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what's so like, rare. She set the stage and kind of was, I mean, besides, you know, um, like Amy Winehouse and what? Who? Whitney Houston. I yeah. Mean, so but, many people that just everybody knows. She's one of those people that everybody knows. And I think that she was really like, before Miley Cyrus was Britney Spears, was the, you know, like Britney Spears walked so Miley girl, could run um, with the whole like a, starting off with the super innocent image. Yeah. Good girl gone bad thing. 100%. So she was the, she, she kind of had to plow that path and, you know, took the fall for it. And I want to see her make a comeback. Like get out oh, of this conservatorship. Oh, for sure. Release. I'd go to a Britney concert. Oh my. But I see, mean, she, she would lip sync. Yeah. See, but do like, I want to pay to see her lip sync and twirl her hands? She doesn't really dance anymore. I just feel like she's been very stagnant. I do it for Britney. I think that if she can get out of this conservatorship and get creative control over her 
music back and her personal life, I think she would come back strong, like just as strong as early 2000s. Possibly. And, but I mean, here's the other thing though with concerts is like, I'm in the back row anyway. I can't see their mouth oh, no, moving. I'm it doesn't row. make a difference if they're lip syncing or not. To oh me. no. Like I'm, I prefer to listen to somebody who like actually can sing. But also, well, because you go to like, for me, when I went to Christina Aguilera, I went because it's like, I know she's going to sing live or Mariah. When I went, that was, that's going to be three or four years of September. Wow. Because I know when I show up, they're going to deliver and like, they're going to serve the vocals and I'll get to see that. But like, Britney's not a vocalist. She's an entertainer. And there's a But difference. she can sing. Yes. But she doesn't sing with a voice that's healthy for her. That's true. That's the thing. It's like Christina... And Mariah, they're true singers. They're true yeah. vocalists. Britney's an and entertainer. Not, yeah, so Britney's same with an entertainer. J-Lo. Yeah. J-Lo's an entertainer. She's not a singer. Yes. Like, um, they have a music career and a very successful one at that. But, like, you know, their thing isn't to be the songbird of our generation. They're to, you know, entertain let's go to a and dance. Concert. And, yeah. Let's, let's do, do it. it. We're, we, we can do it. Yeah. Save we'll up and start saving your My money now. My parents, one of their first dates was to a Britney concert. I will never forget that when you told me that. Yeah. Your mom <laughs> took your dad to a Britney concert. Yeah. And it was they like loved pri- it. it was prime. I actually Britney. think he took her to the Britney was concert. It? Huh? Was it her? I thought it was. I, who knows? It's your parents. Like, I don't remember. But <laughs> like, either way, know. one of their like first dates was to a Britney concert, which I think is incredible. They have like all her CDs. That's I grew iconic. up listening to Britney Spears and Kesha oh and like God. early two thousands. Like that's why you are the way you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why I am the way I am. That's 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 that summarizes me in, in a nutshell. That's you. Yep. So David Dobrik. We have to talk about a little trigger warning. We're yes. not going to go fully in depth as to the scandal like what happened. If you want to hear our breakdown of that, go and listen to the end of our previous episode. We covered it all. We did, but we are going to kind of talk about it again. So a little bit of a trigger warning here. Um, if you're sensitive to you sexual know, assault, anything yeah, to that. Like that, it's graphic. We're not going to um, get into it. We, we, he, he made an apology. We need to break down his apology video. Yes. What are your thoughts? I want to hear your thoughts first and foremost. Okay. I feel like he's being extremely genuine because he has to. And I feel like he has to because he's losing all of his brand deals. Like yeah. $5 million worth of brand deals in a day. General Mills, Dollar Shave Club, DoorDash, HBO Max, um, EA Sports. Um, I, I mean, all almost HelloFresh. Almost all of his sponsors dropped him. Mm-hmm. So he made an apology video right after it all happened. And then he made the second video which was a little bit more focused. I feel like he is really sorry. He is really genuine. I just feel like with any YouTube apology, I only believe a sliver of what they say because every YouTube apology is such a formula of, hey guys, I'm just, it's really chill. I'm just in my house in this comfy sweater. At least he didn't start off with the... <sighs> we need to talk. Like <laughs> He God. didn't start off with the apology side. No. It, thankfully. I but. just, I feel like he had to make it because he was losing these brand deals. And as genuine as he was, I think a big part of it was because he was losing sponsorships. I believe he's really sorry. I just, with any YouTube apology, I don't always 100% believe them, which we talked about privately. Mm-hmm. I, I, I... I have a very hard time forgiving people. I hold grudges yes. to the end. We are hold grudges. I'm a grudge holder as well. Um, and so I think we, I mean, cancel culture, stand Twitter, we all have to learn to be a little bit more forgiving and compassionate towards people. But with YouTube apologies, I just feel like everyone's like, these past mistakes and I've grown and it's such a great teachable moment. We can correct ourselves and a big group hug. And it seems very just, I don't know. Tell, do, okay, do you believe this was 100% genuine? Are I, you are you taking this in or is this total 
So I have mixed feelings about it because... Me too. So let me... Here's my thoughts. Do I believe that he truly, genuinely feels sorry for the hurt that he caused these girls? Yes, I do. 100%. Do I think that this apology was influenced by him losing brand deals? Money. Yes, I do. Um, Is him losing brand deals the main reason for him making this apology? That I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I like I th- I think it probably is going to play some kind of factor, but his is the first YouTube apology I've seen where maybe he's just that good of a manipulator. I don't it's hard for me to tell because yeah, we don't watch his videos. A, I've never yeah. seen a vlog squad video. I don't know. I don't watch his content. That's one thing that I say with pride. I've never I've found never David Dobrik yeah. funny. I've never found <laughs> You him sent funny. me that meme. The way, <laughs> the, the way I can sleep at night knowing I've never found David Dobrik funny. Yeah, exactly. Um I haven't. I really haven't. So, yeah, on the one hand, like I don't really know his personality. Um, and I also know that unfortunately I'm a pr- kind of person who is very easily manipulated, you know, and let's just, kind I like of, to say I'm, I'm not, very, but I feel like I can be, I'm very, very trusting. And I try to take things at face value, even if it goes against my gut. However, in this case, I do feel like I genuinely believe that he's sorry for a number of reasons. Um, number one, the emotion from him felt, it, it the, the emotion felt very genuine. Like it felt very candid. It didn't feel definitely, based or forced. Yeah. He was thinking about this. Forced, yeah. He was, he was, he was, this was something that he had been dwelling on. Mind, yeah. Like he, yeah. And also on top of that, he did, he talked about some solutions, which I thought were actually really good. So I have, I guess to kind of summarize, I have mixed Let's end the essay. In conclusion, in conclusion, paragraph four. Yeah. Well, it's it's almost (laughs) like, so it's less for me about like the genuinity of it. And I mean, it is about that. But right now, I guess the thing that I'm the most confused about. Yeah. The thing that I'm the most confused about right now is where do we go from here? Right. Well, he said he's taking a break. Which I think is great. And on the one hand, you know, when it, for me, like any kind of like domestic violence or sexual violence is a no tolerance zone. Assault, right? abuse. So it's yeah. like, if you have done that, there's no forgiveness for me. Like prime example, I was team Bronwyn going against the grain for a long time Real with this of Orange County. season, right up until she talked about how she would hurt her husband. And then gaslight him into yeah. thinking that it was his fault. And then all, then that's a deal breaker for me. So that's where it's like, I will support you and try to like, you know, be on your team if I, even if you're struggling and making the wrong decisions, if I can see that you are trying to do your best and you're yeah. trying to work through it. But as soon as it goes to that level, I, I have, I can't We have stand to go, there. we have to move on. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, it's like on the one hand, it's like, okay, no tolerance whatsoever. Right. On the other hand, he isn't, he didn't do it. Yeah. Yes. He created the situation. Yes. He orchestrated it, but he It's Dom is the one that did this, Allegedly. Allegedly. So Dom is the one that needs to have a lot more fire going to him right now. Where is he? I've never seen him on Instagram. We're hearing so much about David, which is great. We need to hold David accountable because yes, he orchestrated this situation. Where's Dom? But where is Dom? He's never made an apology video. I've never seen him on Instagram. I've never seen his YouTube channel. I've never even heard of this person. It's like with all all these witnesses, is there any legal action that's going to be taken against Dom right now? Is Dom going to go to prison? Exactly. Like what is going on with him? And so for me, it's like, I have that kind of mixed feeling of like on the one hand, you know, it's because not he David didn't do it, but no one would have been in that situation without David. So and like we talked about last week, he's the puppet master. Exactly. So that's where like, on the one hand, I'm like, yeah, like I want to be like, you know, like F you, like, yeah, you get your sponsorships Scumbag, taken away. Like done. you deserve it, blah, blah, blah. On the other hand, while I still think that that's true, I also kind of want to, I feel like as a culture, maybe we need to use David 
uh, if he's being genuine as an example of how to make that good change. Because he talked about how, you know, he realized, he didn't realize at first that by making his videos that rely on shock value, he was creating a power play, right? Unintentionally. And now that he's aware of that, he wants to do things like create an HR so that if that people, was great. I thought that was brilliant. I've never HR heard that br- before. Yeah, because I've never had a, a heard of a YouTuber creating an HR for their brand. Exactly. I think that's a, going and, forward. And, I think we need to do that. And for everybody. that's where I feel like okay, yes, what he did was very wrong. However, what I don't want to happen is that you know people feel like you know, well. Once I screwed up, you know, it's over for me. There's no point in me fixing it. Like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing because now that I've done it once, I'm always going to be forever labeled this way. So, like, I might as well keep doing it. There's no motivation for me to change. Are we going to cancel him? I think he's canceled. However... Can he uncancel himself? I think there could be potential for that. Do I think that he should be forgiven for this? No. I don't think that... I think that's up to... It's not up to us to forgive yeah. him. I think it's up to the, the people that he hurt yeah. to choose whether he wants to be forgiven. I think that we as a as a society and as a culture that, you know, consumes media on the daily, I feel like it's our responsibility to encourage him to change yeah. and encourage him to instigate, to create that HR and try that out. If he wants to be the guinea pig to try and, you know, be the forefront of making change and turning his life around and creating a situation... And a brand and a company that does value women's voices when they speak up, that does value, you know, um, doing the right thing and learning from those mistakes. I'm 100% okay yeah. with that, yeah. right? If he had been the one to lock the girl in the room and try that stuff, I would Allegedly. be like, no, you should be in prison. Now you don't deserve done. a career anymore. So which Dom, is how I feel that's, about Dom, that's Dom. Yeah, Dom Allegedly. is game over. He needs to be in prison, Allegedly. like, r- literally, like, yesterday. Allegedly. <clears throat> However... Yesterday. With David, yeah. With David, I feel like there There's is redemption. potential for re- a little bit of redemption here. So, Will he ever be able to truly wipe yeah. that red out of his ledger? That no. I don't know. No. No, probably not. However, but he's gotten away with stuff like this before. It's like James Charles. Like when you look at James Charles, he's not, he's still around like a parasite that never goes away. Mm-hmm. You know, not to be rude or anything, but I am. Um, <laughs> but you always look at them and you kind of think about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, is David Dobrik canceled? Can he be uncanceled? I think right now, it's just I, I cancel culture should stop canceling people if they are sorry. So if he's gonna take account, he took accountability. I feel like he is sorry. He's I taking, don't know though. But you I, know what? I, Wait, listen, listen, listen. He's taking more steps than okay. Laura Lee, her apology video. Logan Paul, like James Star, like Jeffree Star. All these people's apology videos that everyone's made over the years. They've always. Like I said, it's always been like, we're going to grow from this and I'm going to learn and I'm going to change. And it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? Yeah. David at least is like, I'm going to create an HR. Um, These videos have been taken down. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to consult with my team. Um, And I think that, okay, leave it there. And I think then come back with an HR, stop exploiting people for videos and we can move on only because he, even though he allegedly orchestrated it, he didn't. Do it. And you know he, what I mean? I, yeah, it wasn't his intention. And he, he, did, took, he kept his hands clean. And that's a very um, reality TV mentality. It's also a very um, mobster Manipulative game. mentality. No, because you let other people do your dirty work. Yeah. And, and did you where, see yeah. Trisha and Ethan on their podcast, Frenemies, expose Jeff Wittick, who's a part of the vlog squad? Did I send you that video? You did. I completely forgot to watch it. So you're going to have to explain okay. it to me. So basically, Trisha Paytas and Ethan Klein, who I love. 
They have a podcast called Frenemies, which our other mm-hmm. co-host, Abby, showed me, and I'm obsessed. Um, so they had Jeff Wittick on, who is a member of the Vlog Squad, who is allegedly the one who went out and bought alcohol for these underage girls at the direction of David, allegedly. Mm-hmm. So they asked him... You know, were you there the entire night? Were you there in the, in the later <gasps> No, I hours? saw this clip and he's like, no, I wasn't there. Yeah, he was I like, wasn't I wasn't there. I wasn't there. And I then they, they sh- And then <laughs> Ethan was like, okay, well, here's a picture one of the girls sent me. It's it's dated. Here's the date. 1.18 a.m. She had taken it without anyone's knowledge. And it's everyone there. And it's like, there, you're in the background. There you are. And silent. Yeah. He, he, it literally it clearly playing the day him. shows his face. Ended him. <laughs> it was so funny. I wasn't this? there. What I wasn't this? there. Well, what do you have to say about this picture of you being there? silent like he was over he was done <laughs> it was what is so this good. all of a sudden like i'm standing trisha ending the vlog squad trisha i know Paytas, I, everybody like like i i don't like trisha and there's a lot of things that like trisha has done that you makes would love me dislike her, on this her. Podcast, however i'm not gonna say this is like a total redemption arc for her however i this will say good. that i have gained some respect for good. her after this, this i will good. i'm like you know what i'm gonna put my 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 disagreements with you aside because i i do appreciate how you're handling this yeah yeah. I, I just I love Trisha. I, I love know you do. and the I know fact that she she's feuded with David for years and then she he Jeff agreed to be on their podcast when Jeff and Trisha have feuded and he agreed to it. What an idiot! Like seriously, in, like, into the you lion's den. You deserve that. He, he didn't know that the. The, the girls the, had taken a photo. No, I think that was the thing. Is he was planning to go on there? He probably had and a whole story name. set up oh, and yeah. be like, "Look at like Trisha's just trying to throw me under the bus because she doesn't like oh, me." Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Like I'm innocent. And then oh. Oh, here's here's proof. Here's proof. <laughs> here's a picture. What do you have here's to say proof. about it? Oh, it was hammer good. came down. You know what though, David Dobrik, take a break. Um, I think in I, the I, end, I think yeah. he will get his. I don't know if he'll get these sponsors back, but he will get brands back. You know, it they, it always happens. You know, we like remember Logan Paul Suicide Forest. It was mm-hmm. all over the news. He lost all of his sponsors, and now he's fine. Yeah. So. I just it's think for be, Dom, Dom, he, it's over allegedly. It should be over. Where, okay, I need to hear from Dom. Okay, yeah, so like, like what happened? Where, where is he? You know, is... I'm gonna look up his Instagram. No, he actually, you know, and I looked at it. He made it private. He made his Instagram private. Jeez, yeah. I should have followed surprised. him. Dang it, I should have followed him. <laughs> we should have followed him. Had the chance. No, but like, <sighs> I don't want to say good luck, David, because yeah, I'm just gonna say, you know, here's what he needs. Here's, like you said, he I needs to say... privately contact these girls that everything allegedly happened to. Make it straight with them. And just I do what he said, make the HR and Yeah. If I could say anything to David right kudos now. Kudos to Trisha. If you really want to show that you've changed, if you really want to show that this has, you know, altered your perspective and made you a new person, then regardless of what your regardless of if you get your fame back, regardless if you get back respect from the average person, regardless of if you get your channel back and all of that kind of stuff, regardless if you get those sponsors back, if you continue through all of that, with or without those good things, um, to fight for women who need it, that is the sign of somebody who actually gives a shit. I feel like now, Lifetime, they made the whole Surviving R. Kelly documentary. We need a Surviving David Dobrik arc, uh, oh documentary. My God. <laughs> Could you imagine Surviving David Dobrik? Would Trisha be... would be all over that. She'd oh, be like, she I'll star She'd produce it. it. She'd... <laughs> She's like, I'll direct it. It's fine. Did you oh. hear that Chrissy Teigen quit Twitter? The queen of Twitter... Has no. left the building. Do Why? you care all that much? No, I. I mean, I don't really. I don't either. Things. Okay, Roni. <laughs> I don't think the world's gonna. I mean, Twitter's explode. really toxic, Have to fun. be honest. So. 
I kind of stay off t- Twitter. I can't handle. Twitter. I like Twitter. I'm I'm getting into Twitter now. All of a sudden, I'm a little late because it's now 2021. I'm getting into Twitter. I still haven't gotten into Twitter. I don't think I can handle Twitter. <laughs> I love Twitter, but like I said, let's talk about Roni, Real Housewives of New York, mm-hmm. season 13 trailer. What happened to class and elegance? <laughs> the trailer looks. She's like good. sipping her drink and she's like storming around. What happened? What happened to class? Okay, <laughs> let's break down. Let's recap this Roni trailer. I think this season looks good. I'm so excited. I don't think I've ever been more excited for like a new season to come out. Really? Yeah, it looks incredible because this one looks fun. Like it a looks lot good. of the times, it's like. With Beverly Hills, it's um, dark. and OC yeah, Atlanta, and... Atlantis. <laughs> Wait, Atlanta, um, Potomac. It was like oh, yeah. this last dark. year. It's been dark. There's been some big heavy which, secret, hey, hey. which is still great Jersey TV. Even. Yeah, like n- not complaining, but also like tired. I just want to see a. F- I want a fun season, a little bit lighthearted. Let's go back to the they go roots. to Salem for yeah. their cast trip. Let's get back to the roots of where we started with reality TV a little bit here. And that's where drinking it's a and lot making of, a fool of yourself. Yeah, drinking and making a fool of yourself. Some light drama, a little bit of feuding, but nothing crazy. Like, we don't need more crazy right now. So, so, so agree. And I cannot wait for Ebony, the new housewife. She's going to be the first black housewife of New York. And then they also have another new woman coming in. Her name is Bershawn. Okay, she's uh, a friend of, right? She's a friend. Why isn't she full-time? I see. Why is Bravo doing this all of a sudden? Sutton with Beverly Hills, Latoya with Atlanta. Like, wh- I think they're. I, I wonder if they're they almost giving, like doing like a. a are teasing. they trying to save money? Because now know. all of a sudden, what is this whole cast of five? Like, we need a base cast of six at least, I even agree. six. Why would you bring her on as a friend when she could be the second Black housewife? Maybe she. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely a weird question. My thought is, you know, perhaps. Um, they're not sure about her, so they're mm. going to give her a trial run. Yeah. Or if she's still kind of transitioning from whatever she was doing to this, yeah. she might not be able to dedicate yeah. full-time to True. it. Um, or she's trying to see if she likes it. I don't know. But you know what's great Who about this trailer? Know? Who does she, she know on the show? Or does I she think, not know anybody? I think she's friends with Ramona. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So she's friends with Ramona. Um, uh, this trailer, though, I think the amazing thing about New York is that everyone's always involved. Like, everyone is always involved oh, in the yeah. drama, in the feuds, in the laughter, in the drinking. That's so what I So everyone's involved. Roni, one thing that I will say... Everyone I think, fights with each other. Yeah, what sets Roni apart, I think, from other franchises and why I like it so much is because Roni feels like a real genuine friend group because there's yeah. not little clicks. Yeah. Like, with yes. Beverly Hills... Jersey, we yeah. have, like, Melissa and Margaret and Jackie, and then the other side, we have Dolores and Jennifer and Teresa. This yeah. is like, they're a group. Yes, and that's where I, I think it's more fun to watch because... When they're having a good time, they're all having a good time. And when they're fighting, they're, they're all, all fighting. fighting. And that's yes. where it's like, it's a little bit like much, but at the same time, it's like, it's New York. I feel like that's very New York. And also, I feel like that's real. really how most friendships are. Like when you're in a friend group that big with that big person, you know, those many, that many big personality types, like when you're fighting, like everybody's going to get involved. sides, but yeah. it's not always the same side. Like exactly. it's not, it's not, I feel like New York is very not produced. Like, I feel like some of that, like Beverly Hills is very produced. Mm-hmm. New York is like, they, they give them mic the packs and they, they film. The can sway very quickly with New Definitely. York, which I like. I think it gives it a lot of character. And Ramona and her help... Oh. And she called her help the wrong name. She goes, ah, I always confuse the help. I, I didn't that is like peak, that. Okay, but that's peak Ramona. That is Ramona. Yeah, okay? but I just, I didn't like it because it, it really just, it, it just, Well, Ebony it was didn't affirming. either. She was like, it's, it's triggering. Is it yeah. triggering well, to call someone the help? Well, yeah, because so, I mean, number one, like, 
back in the, you know, the old times, right? That's what you call the help. Yes. You'd, people of color were always referred to as the help. You always assumed that they were the help because that's what they were a lot of times brought around for. It was like a position of good status and good standing to be the help in the house. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Ramona in general. We I don't, talked I just, about this I, from last I season. I just, I can't, I can't get behind um, it. Ramona is the glue that holds that group together. The and, center OG. I don't think that show so, would work without her. Maybe so, maybe so. But even so, it was just like that. I didn't think that was very cool. Like it just. Well, it's just snobby. It's It's just snobby. It's demeaning. It it affirms that she's very snobby, that she's very out of touch. Oh, yeah. That she doesn't really care about being in touch and that she's okay with being ignorant. And it just kind of is like, "Mm." she's so like not self-aware. Oh, oh. And that's Vicky. That's Vicky from RHOC too. That's why I love her. Yeah. It's just peak, peak Ramona. Just unaware, offensive. Yeah, and it's hard because it's like, on the one hand, I agree with you, like, Ramona, you know, creates a lot of the drama, it's very true, however... She is the villain. Yeah, she's definitely the we villain need of the a show, villain. and we, every show needs a villain, but also, it's like, when she continuously does this over and over and over again, my concern is that by the end of the season, like, myself and a lot of the other fans are just going to be tired of her. Do you her. think her time is up? Is her time... I think her time, time is coming to an but end. No. Unless we see like a real character growth. But I don't think, I think she needs to be you know tired what? of her. In real life, sure, character growth. But on TV, that's her character. Just but like it's Son- also who no. she is, though. Well, true. But just like Sonia's the messy drunk, Leah's the millennial, Luann is the out of touch cabaret, cabaret countess. Um, like they all have their care. Like Ramona is the villain. Ramona's the out of touch, unaware, oblivious, offensive villain. And as problematic as that is for TV, it's just, you have to laugh. Like you have to laugh at her just because it's just so ridiculous. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, yes. But I love her. I'm sorry. But also like it's, 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 it's the OGs hard. for me. It's, it's, I know you're very loyal to the OGs. And I, I mean, I totally see where you're coming from with that. But at the same time, I don't know. You're just I just over her. I don't know how much of her I can take because mm. it's for me it's like okay, it's great TV like the first couple times and then I'm bored of it. And then you're bored. Yeah. And then it's like okay, I'm tired. I can't be on a hamster wheel for that long. That's true. It's Sonya, like I want to break up and see, move on. See, that's how I feel about Sonya though. <laughs> I I understand her character, but at least this season she's like recognizing her drunken ways. And that's the she's thing is therapy. like Sonya's a messy drunk and she has her own like self-awareness but issues like... or whatever, but Sonya's not mean. That's the thing is that Ramona can just be mean and it's like it's hard to empathize with you even if you're trying your best and going through it. It's hard to empathize with someone when they're like genuinely just mean. But I feel like Ramona is more entertaining than Sonya because Sonya's just I a disagree. mess. I don't <gasps> find Ramona entertaining. I find Whoa. her irritating. Whoa. Just Not like, entertaining, just irritating. To quote Ramona. Buzzword. Wow. That's my quote of Ramona, just to what <laughs> yeah. you said. You want to talk about what happened to elegance and grace, Ramona? Class take a class. And elegance. Yeah, take a lesson on class and elegance because you're not showing then it. Would you be in favor of replacing Ramona with another OG? Say Bethany? Petty Bethany, who I know, announced her engagement this week at the same time as the trailer. Thirsty. Like, thirsty. tell me you miss being on Roni without telling me you miss being on Honestly. Roni. Honestly. I mean, on the one hand, it's like... Could you imagine a Bethany-Leah feud? That's what I was going to say. It's like, on the one hand, that would make for some interesting TV. However, I think that Leah is really what brought new life to the show. Yeah. And I think Because I like the to... newer seasons. I've never... Oh, yeah. I've never, I've never gotten into the older seasons. I, I know that's like housewives blasphemy yeah. these newer seasons though are so I'm good da- i'm down and for that's it. where i feel like maybe um who's the new friend of that they're bringing on brashan we talked Brashawn. about she was she's friends with ramona yeah yeah so i think that 
I honestly think it's time for fresh you know, blood. I think it's time for a facelift a little bit with with Roni. Let's bring on Brashawn. We've got Ebony. We got Leah last and Ebony season. Ebony was a huge part of the trailer. I'm oh, so yeah. she's like, you can tweak. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> like, god. Oh my god. I I think it's time to kind of you know dust off the shelves a little bit with Roni and bring on a little bit of a fresh cast. I don't think we need to like totally swap it, like get rid of everybody and then go completely new. But I think the slowly integrating new people in and slowly letting the OGs out, I think is going to be a good call. <sighs> don't you do that. Don't I'm sorry. do it to me. We got, don't do it. It's got the OGs for me. I can't. I like you said, I'm loyal. I'm I know. loyal. Okay? I know. I will say though, I would like to see Tinsley back. Oh. Just oh, because oh, oh, I oh, want oh, oh. to see the revenge. I want to see like the revenge character arc of like Tinsley. Like there's no... There's nothing I think that's like more empowering than like a woman who's been burned by a man for too long. And she's like, you know what? I'm doing this for me now. It's my turn and I'm going to take control of my life. You know what? I want Tinsley to have that. I want Tinsley to go like, you know what? Scott, he treated me like crap for too long. I'm tired. Like I'm bored. Like I'm bored of this man treating me this way. It's time for Tinsley to take control of her own life and create her own fairy tale. Instead of relying on some mm. man to give it to her. Mm. Just round of applause. Tinsley and Scott, I mean, as the world knows now, their engagement imploded. Yeah. Um, so Which is he, so sad. I feel so bad for Because she left though. everything like, I, for I, him. I, she's got to she be left everything. She left the show. She left her house. She left her mom. Like, everything. She, yeah, I feel so bad. And he, you know, he released a statement. It was so, like, generic PR. It was, it was a difficult a decision. decision. We're ending our engagement. Blah, blah, you know, blah. we need your privacy. Well, apparently... He blindsided her. Like, yeah. he came out, like, talking about how this was, like, mutual. Uh-huh. It wasn't. She was, like, inside sources, I think, talked to People Magazine or the press or whatever. They were like, she's heartbroken. She never Didn't thought he'd do coming. this. Like, he, she thought this time would be different because they were getting engaged. But they've always been on again, off again. Why would she yeah. leave everything for him? Well, it's hard because, like, on the... like. I mean, I've not been in her exact situation, but like, I know what it feels like to be, you know, where you want somebody to love you so badly because you really do truly love them and they're, they're giving you some signs that they want you and then they screw it up and then, you know, whatever. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to move on. And then they apologize and they come back and they make this really convincing case. It's like, okay, I'll give them a, a second chance. And it's so hard because it's like... She really, well, she truly him. believed him and loves him and, and everything. And he got cold feet once again, can't commit. Can't and it's commit. just heartbreaking. She needs to be done with now, it. Now, if anyone today is canceled, it is Scott Cluth, the <laughs> Chicago coupon king. Yeah. Okay? I see no reason Tinsley can't move back to the city and have a comeback. Like, now she can get on the show and go dating and, like, that could be her, her storyline. Oh, yeah. It can be all about that. I think there's real potential there's, there. Like, we, let's start a petition to get Tinsley her apple back. Change.org. Absolutely. Let's do this. <laughs> yes. I have I to mean, ask you. there's only five members on the cast. Yeah, so. what is... I ugh, I can't. I just... I can't with Bravo. Like, are they trying to... Like I said, I think I said, are they trying to save money? Yeah. Like, are we trying to cut the budget? I don't get it. What's going on? Um, Dorinda. Did you miss Dorinda at all in this trailer? I did not. Sorry. I'm not going to lie. I kind I of miss forgot her. that Dorinda was like on the show. And I, I didn't, didn't miss her. that she wasn't there. I didn't miss her. I think this cast can No carry shade it. to Dorinda. No, no shade no, to Dorinda. She just had a all, huge fall from Grace. I didn't notice her absence. She I'll wasn't there. That way. But could you imagine a Dorinda Tinsley redemption season? 
Like next season, they've had a season off, they come back, or would it just be falling into like you know, old honestly, ways? I mean, it could be on the one hand, like it could be pretty interesting to watch. But outdated, However, I think, old. yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. I'm ready for, a, yeah. like, like I said, it's time for the facelift. Maybe Dorinda as a friend, but I would bring Tinsley back. I would like to see Tinsley back. I would t- like to see Jill Zarin come back, okay? OG Jill Zarin. You want the OGs I'm though. sorry, I just, I know. The, I, oh, I have to move on. 1985 is gone! <laughs> it's over! Yeah, that's me. Yeah. That's me. But this season, <laughs> I'm I'm super pumped for it. Like we see Luann and Leah are feuding, Ramona and Sonia, uh, Luann and Ebony, Ebony and Ramona. She's like, you're gaslighting me. No, you're gaslighting me. Oh like God. I can't even, that conversation. I... It's bringing back to the whole Lisa, Rena, Denise. Oh, you're so angry. Like you're yeah. gaslighting me. That's the I'm new, honestly, you're so angry. like hearing Ramona say that, like honestly irritated me because knowing Ramona she's the one doing the gaslighting Probably. and she's trying to accuse somebody else that's, gaslighting that's Ramona and that's though. where like but that's where it's like I'm tired like I have enough like manipulative bad people in my real life you don't need I to don't see them on TV I don't want to watch them on TV like I watch reality TV for like escapism I want to see you know rich people get drunk and make fool themselves and fight like about Sonya stupid things. Like Sonia in Salem. Oh, yeah. that hotel meltdown? Now, I'll be oh I'll be ready for that episode. Oh, for sure. Meltdown in a hotel? How embarrassing. I, How oh, mortifying. God. Worse than, worse than Jennifer Aiden oh God. face planting at the pool. We'll have to talk about Jersey. <laughs> oh, God. You know what? Let's recap Jersey. Yeah, so well, real quick, when does... We gotta do the, the finishing conclusion. Oh, yeah. So York. The Real Housewives of New York season 13 premieres May 4th. May the 4th be with you. <gasps> It, it's just so it's perfect. It's just, it's it's a minute away. We got a minute. Right. But let's hop, skip, and a jump over to our other East Coast franchise. Like I so shamelessly and brilliantly plugged. plugged. It is no secret. I would say Jersey ties with Beverly Hills as my favorite franchise. Okay. No okay. matter what, you know Jersey's going to deliver. For and sure. That's I, true. I am very offended by you that you are not up to date with this season. But you know what? I, I am, I will say this. I am probably going to get up to date because I'm, I really like the cast. This is a good cast. It's a good cast. But like, it's very rare. Everyone on the cast is perfect. For sure. Perfect. Yeah. Jersey's had a history of perfect casts. So I think well. that's why, yeah. But I think that's also partly just like the culture of New Jersey too. Yeah. I just, okay. There's nothing more Jersey than being at the Jersey Shore and all of them in a kitchen together cooking pasta. It's just oh reality God. TV it was, at its best. I, I I was literally watching that. And I was like, this is like the coolest thing. Like I'm so used to, you know, Beverly Hills or New York where you go to, to a restaurant. Jersey's you have a very family. Yeah. And it's about and the husbands. Cool. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's, I, and I love how involved the husbands are in everything. Like oh. it's all about family. It's, and I think that's really cool. It's a fun dynamic. Dynamic. Like we talked about how the husbands you know, could have their own show. They call, I would so I watch know, it. The House Husbands of New Jersey. Yeah. A spinoff. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Like even a web series. Like Just Bravo like a one season. Yeah. I would love it. I'd 100%. watch it. Um, you, you mentioned Jennifer falling over drunk. I did. At Teresa's pool party. It and- was so funny it's just I'm jennifer is just everything i i like jennifer she's I, everything. I do like jennifer like she definitely makes some waves and she has her own you know she has her she has her issues her and everything. family issues but like but she can I, go I, and I party like, with the best of them oh yeah and, and I, she, it was so funny they're like you don't even wear a swimsuit and she's like it's, it's fine chanel. <laughs> it's chanel <laughs> iconic no but the iconicness of this week's episode starting off with jennifer mopping, mopping her, her house her mopping her foyer 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 fancy people call don't it say foyer fo- don't say foyer. foyer foyer is the the, la- the lame lazy elegance. american sorry Ramona. yeah you okay. can't yeah foyer foyer her, which is like this 10 times the size of my house like the yeah. front of her house or mopping it up because she threw up everywhere but the realness oh of her doing it and not a maid i love that that's just it's just 
That's where, you know what? Jersey. Well, let's talk about someone who has their own issues and is dramatic and can carry a show but isn't mean. Jennifer, Jennifer versus Ramona. Jennifer Aiden. Ramona would have had the help come along oh, and, and wipe up oh, her puke. That is true. And yeah. you know what? Jennifer is like, not, I, I, I don't want to say a younger version of Teresa. When we interviewed her, I called her a younger Teresa, but I meant that she's like Teresa was 10 years ago. Yeah. Very going to fly off the handle, defend herself, defend her family, um, can party down mm-hmm. and in time will mature. Right. But Jennifer yeah. is like reality TV gold. And anyone She's that doesn't see that. She's a matriarch in the making. Oh, oh. Anyone that doesn't see that, I feel sorry for them. Yeah. Because Jennifer. Just that's Jennifer. That's it. <laughs> That'll title of the episode. Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> um, we also got to see Dolores do her breast cancer event. She was receiving yeah, award for all the work she's done cool. in that. Her relationship with David. Do you are you aware of what's happening? So what I gathered is that they so built David's this house her together. Boyfriend, yes. right? So they built Frank this house. Frank is her ex-husband, who's mm-hmm. my favorite house husband. But he's, he's the still coolest. very involved with everything yeah. going on. Which is so cool that she can be so close to him. And her boyfriend, because Frank but is like I her... would feel weird as the boyfriend. Oh, oh yeah, oh, that's it's the thing. Totally it's weird, like but it works for, for me. Them. I mean, he, Frank good gets for to be him. her arm candy, and and David gets to be her behind closed doors boyfriend. But I feel like that's that's a little oh, weird. Totally like weird. if it works for them, good yeah. for them, happy for them. It could never work for me. No, I could not handle you an ex girlfriend around yeah. my man. No, I could not do it. You couldn't do it. I would want to rip her throat. Even out. though he is the father of their kids, and David and Frank are actually really good friends. Which is great. Great. I mean, that's like the perfect, weird, con- like, but like, that's what you want in a family, though. I mean, yes. Because it's better than being adversaries. But, you know, for an uncultured swine as yourself, <laughs> who doesn't know the background behind Dolores and David, Q I'll explain. swine by Lady Gaga. Yes. Oh, remember we, we were obsessed. That's such a good song. Oh, God. I don't know why, why that song doesn't get, why that whole album doesn't get more recognition. It's so good. Mini tangent. Anyway, Dolores and David. So David and Dolores built this house together, and they actually used Frank as their contractor. Wait. Oh. Okay. Um, so David was like, okay, let's build this house together. When it's done, we'll we'll get engaged and you can move in. I wonder if, you know what? He never popped the question. And so she's like, I'm not moving in until you put a ring on my finger. And he's he's not, he he won't commit. It's like Scott Clue. Well, Tinsley, it's probably, here we go again. partly because of Frank. But they're not doing anything because Dolores and Frank, Frank cheated on Dolores 20 years ago and that's why they got divorced. So... I mean, even when Frank got hurt when he was in an accident, he went to go live with David so David could take take care of him. So they're all very good with each other. But are they? That's the thing, maybe though. Maybe behind like, closed doors or not. Maybe for TV that's what it's a I, show. That's how but Dolores I feel. isn't fake. Dolores would never... No. I don't think Dolores would fake anything because she doesn't have to. I think this is a very weird arrangement on the outside. Them. But when you watch the show enough, you get it. Okay. So, like, for you, like, you're kind of just getting into this season. It's bizarre. But as you watch, you'll understand. Okay. I mean, I personally couldn't handle it. No. If they can, number one, huge respect and, and props to you. Like, that's some real maturity on your end. That, that. you're all like, able to be adults and mature, especially for the kids. Because Dolores oh, yeah. and Frank have two kids together. Um, but all the women were kind of giving her grief at, at her, her breast cancer like, event. Why don't you live here? And Melissa made a really good point. Dolores always deflects, you know, like, well, who needs the big car? Well, cause I don't have to make the payments. You know, yeah. I don't always have my boyfriend around, but I like time to myself. Yeah. So I'm Dolores, on me. Dolores always has an answer. Um, I think though. <sighs> Just because you have an answer doesn't mean that you're happy. Exactly. So does, should Dolores stick it out or should she move on? 
Honest, that's the question. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know enough about the relationship to really make a judgment call on that. I mean, from it what you've seen, like... if you could give an answer, if you could look at Dolores and give her an answer, like, what are you telling Dolores? Because for me, they built this house I together. I just don't know why his. I would need to know what his reservation is. Like, well, why hasn't he popped the question? Apparently, he's a bitch to film with. Producers, like I've heard, that's, you know inside what? I team, kind of got that vibe. He seems he does like not he does like not want to be on camera. No, uh-uh. And I, I maybe that's the wedge that's, in between their relationship. Because then he's never going to have his own home. It's always going to be a gonna filming be on TV. location. Oh, yeah. We figured it out. She's got to pick. She's got to make a choice. But you know what? But if it works for them, If have it fun. works for them, then she doesn't have to pick. Yeah. You know, honestly. And that's kind of like the best case scenario. And that was great about the Jersey Shore when they went to the Jersey Shore and Frank was there. Yeah. You know, because he's comfortable with everyone and that's her public boyfriend. Yeah. Like, and David's her, you know private boyfriend it's so a little weird it but... works for her we're good let's talk about the jersey shore though we were talking about how amazing it was that they were all cooking they oh were all there. yeah now this is the first time since the premiere that jackie and Teresa came face to face and oh, it was it epic. was a, it was a moment i just i'm gonna just ask you or just i'm gonna tell you one thing i'm gonna make okay. a statement did you learn that confidence in jail I hollered. I, oh my god! You know god. that meme of the girl falling off the wheelchair? That was me. My jaw that hit was the me. floor. I was sitting there like, "What? Oh my god!" <laughs> no, you don't. You don't really. Do you get the whole cheating rumors? Are you aware? Like, um, of what's what? I, Jackie and Evan. About, no, that's the thing. As I'm confused, you don't get it. Used. Okay. I missed. Let that. me explain. So I'm like sitting here. I'm like, what are what they? Is, what are they talking about? Like, what are they talking about? Something big is happening, but I don't know what's happening. So let's back it up to the premiere then, because in the premiere. Jackie threw a birthday party for her husband, Evan, mm-hmm. and Teresa was spreading this rumor to kind of everyone there, like all of their friends and everything, that she heard that when Evan goes to the gym, he screws around on Jackie. Like, he <gasps> cheats on Jackie. And mind you, this is Evan's birthday party. And oh. she's going around spreading this rumor that she's heard that he cheats. Okay, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, that's, like, big that's deal. Major. Like, that's major. I mean, big would I deal. bring it up at his birthday party? No. I don't know, but also... Wow. She claims that she heard it from someone that she doesn't want to name. She's is like, it, I don't want to bring this, him up. Is he just like with random girls? Like well, he, they meet there and hook up there? Or is it like a fitness trainer? Well, here's is, the theory is that if he's screwing around on Jackie while he goes to the gym, people were like, is this like a locker room thing with other guys? Like, like, oh. like people on the internet went wild and Jackie was pissed. Like oh, she yeah. was like pissed because she was like, this is going to destroy my family. Like, this is, yeah. it ruins his credibility even for his job. Like, this ruins his reputation that he's cheating on me. Mm-hmm. And we have kids. And and so Margaret was like, okay, Jackie, Teresa, come sit down, talk it all over. So this was the day before they went. The premiere was like right before they went on their Lake George cast trip. Mm-hmm. So at Margaret's house, they get into it because... And this is ended up why this Jackie didn't go on the Lake George trip, the cast mm-hmm. trip that was like the next week. Yeah. She was like, I'm staying home, I'm not going because of what happened with her and Teresa. So Teresa sits down and doubles down and is like, I heard this rumor. I'm not spreading this rumor, wink, but uh-huh. I heard it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you who told me. Um, but I heard this rumor. I it's feel around like, town. Here's the thing. If you're telling me, here's the thing, if a woman it's my biggest fear to have some... I, I don't want to get that, hey, girly, I know you don't know me, but oh. that is the worst text you can receive as yeah. somebody who's in a relationship because you know that it's about it's to It's going to end well. Oh, or, yeah. Uh, not going to end, well. end well. But I always... I always want to know because the, know. I don't want to be... But I've Teresa been, did it wrong. Teresa, Teresa absolutely did it wrong. If she was really concerned, she would have gone to Jackie and not Correct. to everyone else but Jackie at, at her Correct. husband's party. 
which is why I kind of feel for Jack on this of like, you know, why would you not come to me first, number one? Number two, if you're coming here to tell me that my husband is cheating on me, I want to know I want who proof, told you. Evidence. Yeah. So Jackie was like, I give me evidence. I want to talk to proof. the source. Yeah. I want to talk to the source of this rumor. Now, this season has now turned like all the viewers into a Team Jackie, Team Teresa moment. Just like Team Brandy, Team Denise. Mm-hmm. Now we're split again. So I am Team both of them. I'm Team Good TV always. Yeah. I'm leaning towards Teresa. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because at this meeting, when they sat down... And Teresa was doubling down on what she said at the party. Jackie was like, well, fine. I'm going to make an analogy. What if I heard that Gia, your daughter, does coke in the bathroom at parties? I don't know where I heard it, but I heard she does coke. And Teresa was like, you're an effing bitch. Like, my kid doesn't sign up to be on the show. You sign up to be on the show. Mm -hmm. And now, are people thinking she's going to do coke now? And Jackie's like, well, it's what I heard. And so Teresa gets up. And basically calls her the see you next Tuesday word about 27 times mm-hmm. and storms out. Jackie doesn't go on the trip. Wait, they Jackie said that she actually had heard that or she was, just she was making an analogy. an analogy. But if you watch Jersey, you have to understand an analogy is never going to work with Teresa. No, because she takes it literally. Especially about her family. She takes it really literally. Especially about her kids. But that kind of proves kids. Jackie's point though. Oh, sure. It's an analogy. It absolutely But analogies proves don't work point. with Teresa. No. The only reason I am, I'm team, but I love both of them. First of all, Teresa for me is... OG of all OGs, queen of all housewives, the highest paid housewife mm-hmm. of anyone. I love both of them, but I'm leaning towards Teresa only because even though Jackie made an analogy, it was still about her kid and her kid's not in the show. Yeah. So Jackie and her husband signed up to be on this show. And while what Teresa did was totally malicious and it was wrong, and it was probably instigated by the producers to drum up drama, mm-hmm. couldn't you have made another analogy about okay, well, what if I heard that your sister-in-law, Melissa, does coke in the bathroom? Because yeah, Melissa's on the a, show. It was a poor You're choice. You're going after a 20-year-old in college. Yeah. Like... It's a poor choice of an analogy, but I do Jackie think that has doubled stands. Just like yeah. Teresa doubled down on the cheating rumors, Jackie in interviews has doubled down on the analogy and said, I'm not sorry for making it. It was an analogy. Which logically, I mean, yeah, rationally, makes sense. makes sense. But for Teresa... You, How dare you? She hears Gia and coke and it's over. Yeah. Right? So... Flash forward to Jersey Shore. <sighs> Teresa came in hot. And oh, she was yeah. totally picking a fight with Jackie. Oh, 100%. Picking a fight, like the whole olive branch gifts. And she's like, well, now I give you something to Stick shove. up your ass. <gasps> Iconic. Ooh, yeah. Um, was Teresa unfairly poking at Jackie the whole time? Yes. Yes. Is that what we love Teresa for? Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, spoiler, I... It is. I feel like... I don't know. On the one, I don't, I, I'm on like both of them and neither of their sides at the same time because yeah. like on the one hand, like as great, like I said, as great of TV as it is, I don't like when people are mean and Teresa's being a little bit mean right now, yeah. even though she has a point. Sure. And at the same time, it's like, I understand Jackie wanting to defend her husband and everything like that. But also, I mean, here's the thing though. I actually, I can't really blame Jackie because if I asked like, Hey, give me the evidence to prove that and what you're saying like, is no. true. And they were like, no, well then it's like, you're making it up. Yeah. You're making this up to hurt me. And they've had beef in the past. And yeah. I so kind of like, sense. I love Teresa, but I have to kind of be on team Jackie, I think for this one. <sighs> I know. I knew you were Cause you're logical. See, yeah. for me, I'm, I'm team OG always, but yeah. I love both of them. I still like Teresa. Don't get me wrong. But like, it's just, a, can you, this, this reunion is going to be good. Oh, this is going to be a good yeah. reunion. That's far away. Though. If I was in Jackie's position right now though, I think I would have done the same thing. Yeah, distance yourself. And mm-hmm. then they get to Jersey or the Jersey Shore. They have dinner. They sit down. Now, last week, last week's episode or 
the episode before that, when they were on their cast trip, all the guys got together to play a poker game. Oh my God, Frank. <sighs> I was living for Frank's confession. He's like, I'm not going to throw my boy under the bus well, like that. Margaret's, <laughs> Margaret's husband told all the men there, he was like, you know what? Not sticking up for Teresa, but I've heard that rumor about Evan around town too. And let me tell you, um, Jackie and Margaret live in the same town, right? Mm-hmm. So if Margaret's husband has heard the rumor... Jackie I'm just gonna take a while. No, it. I'm gonna take a wild guess. Margaret's heard it too. Oh, 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 100. Right. Heard it. Yeah. So they get to the Jersey Shore, and Frank or Joe totally denies it, which was like, "You're lying." First of all, you're but lying. But he's not gonna throw his boys' boys trust. That's where it's like. That's where it was so well, and funny. And Frank he covered was like, for him, and he was like, yeah. "No, I never heard that." So and like, yeah, he did. Frank in his confessional, I was dying. He's Frank. like, "Now that Teresa has his information, it's a it's ticking bomb. time bomb, and I do not want to be a part of it." And I thought that was so. Funny. I I I hate a liar though. So if you heard. If you were like, I heard this rumor, and he told all the guys, but then you get in front of the women, and you can't admit, yeah, I heard the rumor. I I like Joe. I love Margaret. Uh-uh. Yeah. Um, and Margaret was like, putting him on the spot, like, have you heard this rumor? Did you hear it? And she was sticking up for Jackie. What was the whole shut up at Jennifer? Like, what? Okay. Yeah, Jennifer, Jennifer, up Jennifer was like, why are you shooting the messenger Because here? Jennifer's husband told her the same story. Yeah, Joe told all of us that he heard it. Mm-hmm. So... I think that Margaret was just so infuriated that Jennifer corroborated Teresa's story and yeah. proved her husband to be a liar in front of everyone. Yeah. I love she was Margaret, pissed. but Margaret, okay, come on, Margaret. That's the thing is like on the one hand, it's like props to Margaret for like trying to defend her being husband. Being loyal to and, her friend and her friend. Yeah, and her friend and like, you know, calling it straight and being like, hey, you need to answer why up this right now. Why are you trying right to now? hurt Jackie? Like wh- why did Teresa need to go in on her so like, like yeah. it wouldn't stop the whole night. And yeah. this is their first night back together. I just think that Margaret was so mad that Jennifer totally proved. like, Because yeah. it's on camera. They're going to see it at the reunion, obviously. I just oh, think yeah. Margaret... It's going to make Margaret uh, look like an idiot. And that's what... Totally. It, it, it sucks. Because like Margaret's trying to do the right thing, but it just makes her look like a moron. And Jackie... Jackie looks, up jail. Like a, Jackie looks like a fool. And that Jackie was so low of Jackie. Low. I mean, low. that's like Like, low. for trying to take the high road, she went to the lowest possible street. But honestly... Wow. Another Ramona moment. Wow. Like, yeah. Like that was, that was the high road with put that no on my barrier tombstone. into a cliff. Put that on my tombstone. Did you learn that confidence in jail? And she's like, and Teresa was like, jail? Jack, Jackie's like, I said F in jail. I was like, that but was, you know what's good about Jackie? She can serve, she can serve a clap back, but she doesn't have to raise her voice. She can oh, literally yeah. just look you dead in the eyes and just roast you. She doesn't, yeah, she doesn't yell. She doesn't raise her voice. And of course, to be continued, drama heats up dun, next dun, week. Yeah. Oh I'm God. here. I'm, I'm living excited. for Jersey. Well, The Real Housewives of New Jersey season... Is it 11? 11, I think it's yeah. 11. Season 11 airs every Wednesday on Bravo. I'm going to force you to catch up. I'm going to catch I'm going to force you. I'm into it. You know what? Let's end off our show with a little pop culture deep dive into Lana Del Rey's new album. Yes. Chemtrails Over the Country Club. What a name, by the what way. What a title. That's such a Just good name. Just what a title. And we're OG Lana stands. Yes. We we discovered Lana in like 2012 before any of you all discovered Lana. So you're <laughs> We've welcome. We've been here since the beginning. We've been here since the beginning. So take <laughs> t- have several seats. Um, all the new Lana stands. No. Um, but this new album, we listen to all of it. We usually, after music like this comes out, we text each other and we're like, I love this, I love this. We were like, nope, we're going to report back next week. Yes. Talk about what we love, what we hate. And it's my song of the week, so I'm yes. going to use my favorite song as yes. my song of the week pick. Um, which, which, for those of you who don't know, is uh, we highlight that on our Instagram story now. You can follow us at the Rumor Mill Pod. Yes. Um, we have a little story highlights. We put that up there every Friday when our episodes drop. 
Very um, exciting. So my so? pick this week is Wild at Heart. I love that, that song. That was serving me major honeymoon vibes. Oh my god. Is that honeymoon? Huh? Remember Honeymoon? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. I love when you get confused. You're like, huh? I know. It like, <laughs> takes me a second. I thought you I thought you were meaning like a Honeymoon. Like you're like... No, her album. Yeah, yeah. I was... You had me for a second there. I was like, Idiot. what? I know. Idiot. Anyway. Shut up, Melissa. No. <laughs> Where'd you get that confidence? In jail? Yeah, yeah no. Me. Um, No, but I, I love that song. It's so dreamy. Um, Her vocals are so good. I love how, like, to me, the song is like... It's very like honest and open. It's not a traditional love song, which I like. No. Because she talks about like, yeah, like life is hard, but like he keeps her grounded, but like I also love Calabasas. Not, yeah. Escaped it's, all the ashes. It's Ugh. so good. And she kind of really talks good. about that like, hey, if I was kind of, you know, going out at the bar and telling my stories and doing kind of doing my little wild girl thing, would you like come for me? And yeah. Bring me back. It's just peak it Lana. So this good. album, I feel so like good. it's interestingly, I feel like it's a mix of Born to Die. Ultraviolence oh, and yeah. Norman Effing Rockwell. It's a combination of like some of all of her best work, I it think. It is. Like every song is almost like a different era. Cause like we oh, had yeah. Dark But Just a Game, which was total yes. born to die. Oh, iconic. So good. So good. We had Yosemite, which was actually a leftover song from Lust for Life, which I would have to say that Yosemite is probably my favorite song on the album. Okay. It was Valid. originally maybe Dark But Just a Game or White Dress, which White Dress was giving me like crazy paradise vibes. It was like old dress, school on I, I respect White Dress. I, I was, <gasps> it's not a song I want to listen to more what? than once. Okay, but it's total Stevie Nicks. It it's is, very Stevie Nicks to me. It's very Stevie Nicks. And I, I normally like Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. <laughs> oh God. Stevie Nicks a lot is what I was trying to say. But it just, it wasn't my favorite favorite song of hers it was a little it was a little too like dreamy like the, the too rhythm, high it, the, the rhythm was not catching me yeah i couldn't like vibe with it or get into so, it you know what some of her music lately is it's very stripped back yeah and i miss cinematic lana yeah. which this album uh, there were hints of it but i want yeah. like her next out which she just announced her next album it's coming out like, like june for it's called yeah. rock candy sweet i'm very excited but, but like like you i said, want production was... let's talk about okay top three give me your top three favorite songs um wild at heart breaking up slowly and um dark is just a game dark wait dark but just a game yeah 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 okay a little basic okay. um okay for me i'm gonna go yosemite okay white dress okay dark but just a game Okay. Wild at heart, honorable mention. Okay, understandable. See, what did you least think favorites. of her collab? Oh, least favorites, and then we'll talk about the collabs. Um, probably my least favorite was probably white dress. <gasps> sorry, get out. Sorry, get out. Okay, I'm, sorry. I'm gonna say my least favorite was either not all who wander are lost, okay, or maybe breaking yeah. up slowly. Only because not all who wander are lost was really stripped back. It was just kind of oh, guitar. It was boring. Yeah, breaking up slowly featured one of her friends. Which I don't really like Lana doing features just because I want to hear Lana. What did I you think liked of the it one? Though. I well, loved I her friends had her friend had beautiful vocals. What about for like, free? I loved it. That was the last song in the album. I liked for free. With it her, wasn't that like was a, a good one. It was a really good one. That's why I was almost debating it between dark but just a game. <gasps> Wait, dance till we die. So that, good. Okay, maybe that's oh my my god. That mention. actually that might be like my number dance, three. Yeah, that was a good one. That that, that had great. that was cinematic Lana. Yeah. That was I, good. It was so good. Now, now we just need to get through this pandemic, and she needs to go on tour. Yes, I we've never seen her live. I know she's bucket list. Absolutely. This album. What are we gonna rate it out of a hundred? Out of a hundred. Out of a hundred. Oh What's God. your rating? Um, I'm gonna give it an eighty-seven. <gasps> an eighty-seven. I'm gonna give it a ninety-two. Okay. 
Only because Breaking Up Slowly and Not All Who Wander Are Lost, I didn't like. And the album was so short, like there weren't that many songs, Mm -hmm. that they all needed to be perfect. Which they almost all were. It's very rare that when you listen to an album of an artist you like, you like every single song. With Lana, I always like all of her songs. Except this album, there were a couple boring ones. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm giving it an 87 because I think it was great. I think it was really good and I liked it for the most part. Um, I think it was a new approach and I, I appreciate that and I like that. However, like I'm ready for cinematic Lana, I can listen to any time of day, no matter what forever. mood I'm in, forever and ever. This album, I kind of have to be in the mood for it. So yeah. when I'm in the mood for it, I love it. But if I'm not in the mood for it, I'm not going to go looking for it. Well, hashtag justice for cinematic Lana. Hopefully her <laughs> next album, I'm already I'm ready for new music. Oh, I'm yeah. here for it. Yes. Lana stands till Kick the end. Kick off the summer right. Give us some good summertime sadness. Jams. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Here for it. I, I, like, like I said, Lana stands till the end. Lana stands unite. Yeah. Okay, I'm reaching Woo! out my hand to you. We're going to like virtual high five. Or not yeah. virtual. What is it? Distance high Distance five. Distance high five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's everything cycling through the rumor mill this week. We covered it. We did. We got it. As we do. As we should. As we should. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to hear more of us and keep up with us throughout the week, you can follow us on Instagram at the Rumor Mill Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at TRM Updates. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Rumor Mill. Um, we have our personal host pages, which I'm still locked You're out still of locked and out trying of yours. to get into. Get into yours. I know I'm trying. It's at trmhost.lexi. Um, mine is at trmhost.spencer. I love. I just had like a moment where I was like, What am, am I supposed, supposed to say? To say? No. Yeah. <laughs> And as always, new episodes every Friday. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're always here breaking down the latest entertainment news. And we will see you next week. See you next week.